Hi guys, how are you? Are you well? I hope you are and I hope you had a good night's sleep. I actually did not have a great night of sleep. Do you know those nights when you manage to get into bed early? Nice and early, you're right on your bedtime. You calculated that you will have nine hours of sleep if you go to bed now, but then you're lying in bed and your body just doesn't let you fall asleep. It's just not shutting down your thoughts and it wants you to stay awake for another couple of hours and you're just really annoyed that you manage to get into bed early and then your just body doesn't want you to fall asleep. Whereas other nights when you want to stay out long, when you want to keep um, up, when you don't want to go to bed because you're having a party or whatever and then your body is it's just not feeling it and all it wants to do is to sleep. So our body can be very contradictory and can be quite annoying sometimes, but it's so important for you to take care of your sleep and to make sure your body gets enough sleep. This is the topic for this episode, the effect of sleep deprivation and how much it actually decreases your performance. So imagine yourself when you had a bit of alcohol, when you had a couple of pints and you're on 10 per mil alcohol. Now, what's 10 per mil alcohol? I know that's um, a very technical um, definition of your state of drunkness. Um, well, 10 per mil is actually just the um, twice as much as the legal driving limit. So I would say it's when you're a little tipsy, when you can already feel the effect of the alcohol because you're not as attentive anymore and you're um, a bit more impulsive, you don't have yourself that much under control anymore, it's, it's not... Um, it's not chaos yet, right? You're just a little bit tipsy, but you can already feel the effect. So that's about 10 per mil alcohol, right? Imagine yourself in that state. Fun, right? However, you know that when you haven't slept for 24 hours, um, you're exactly on that same level um, from a cognitive point of view. So your cognitive abilities are on the same level when you haven't slept for 24 hours in a row um, than when they are um, after a bit of alcohol. I mean, when you're just going out with friends and you want to have fun, that's great, that's fun. But if you're going into a business meeting or a very important social event, you don't really want to have your cognitive abilities suffering. You want to be on your best performance. You want to be alert and you want to obviously ensure that you are presenting yourself the best way possible, performing the best way possible. And um, if you're sleep deprived, that's not going to happen. So this is just the one example of showing you how much sleep deprivation can cause you um, damage and can um, decrease your performance and your functioning. However, now this example is for not having slept for 24 hours. Obviously, if you know that you have some important event going on, you wouldn't necessarily um, stay awake all night, would you? So you, you could tell me now, well, it's not gonna happen, right, that I, that I skipped sleep for a whole night um, before I have something important going on. So um, it's all fine. My performance is, is fine. My cognitive abilities are all great. So nothing to worry about. 
However, it's not just this um, total sleep deprivation that is very dangerous. Even more dangerous than um, total sleep deprivation is cumulative sleep deprivation. So the sleep deprivation that occurs um, more unnoticed in the sense that you don't get enough hours in a night um, uh, repeatedly. So let's say, for example, over a period of two weeks, you only sleep for four hours. How does that sound to you? Sounds familiar, perhaps, to some of you when you are very stressed or very busy. Um, in modern society, it is uh, quite common to only sleep um, about like six hours maybe per night. Um, that already sounds a lot to some people out there, perhaps. Um, however... Only getting four hours per, um, of sleep over two weeks period has the same effect on your cognitive functioning and your body than a total sleep deprivation of three nights. So three nights in a row not having slept at all. I don't know if anyone has done that, managed to do that. I certainly have not and I don't think I would because... Um, I think latest on day two, my eyes would just close. I, I could just not open them anymore and my body would just force me to sleep. So uh, three nights total sleep deprivation is crazy, right? But you're um, suffering just as much when you're depriving yourself constantly for, let's say, four hours of sleep every night. It's the same effect on your body. And this is what's very dangerous, this... Um, cumulative sleep deprivation. So let's look into the effects a bit more in detail, what's affected um, by sleep deprivation, what sleep is responsible for in general and uh, why it is so essential for our body because it's affecting a lot of different areas starting with memory, learning, going to emotion and your mood, um, even your physical health, um, even your creativity um, is determined by your sleep in a way. So um, there's a lot of functionings to sleep and there's a lot of um, bad effects when you're sleep deprived on your body. So let's look at that um, a bit more in detail. So memory. This is perhaps the biggest um, factor or the biggest uh, cognitive ability that is affected by sleep because when you're not sleeping enough, it means that your body has a reduced ability to form new memories, but also to retain information, so to remember. Um, what happens in the brain is that whenever we learn something new, is that new cells are being created in the hippocampus. The hippocampus is basically the center for your memory. And when you learn something new, when you make new memories, the hippocampus produces new cells. By the way, this is actually one of the only places in the brain where we produce new cells, where new cells are born. So this is what happening when we are forming new memories and learning something. However, if you're sleep deprived, the amount of new cells being created is reduced drastically. So after not having slept for three uh, nights in a row, remember this is what we talked about earlier, those three nights in a row that are equal to uh, uh, cumulative sleep deprivation over two-week period, right? So if you haven't um, 
slept for that amount of time, there are 50% um, less of those new cells. So um, there's only half the amount of new cells being born in the hippocampus that are available for you to form new memories. So that means your memory is um, affected a lot and you're not able to learn as much as you usually can. So it is especially important, I guess, for everyone who is uh, going through exam time or um, is being tested and needs to study a lot. It's it's very um, important for you to be aware that sleep is so essential to be able to learn effectively. So don't skip on your sleep just to have more time to learn because it won't make any difference at all and do no good at all, quite the opposite. Um, The same is true for retaining information, so for um, ensuring that you're not forgetting what you have learned already. In the brain, what happens, quite interestingly, is that when you're sleeping, your brain is, in a sense, remembering again. It's remembering again what you have learned to ensure that you're not forgetting it. That's very, very interesting. Um, And the way I mean this, um, remembering it again, is a very physiological point of view. Because whenever we form a new memory, when we learn something new, there is the particular pattern of activation in the brain being present in the moment when you learn something. And this particular pattern of brain activation, which is determined by the different senses that are being activated and involved in processing of the scene, etc. So this particular um, pattern of brain activation represents the memory for the situation. So, for example, when you met your crush on a party. This particular memory has a very particular and unique pattern of activation of brain areas and that represents the memory. So this is the physiology behind a memory in a sense, in a very short summary. Um, And this brain activation, this pattern is repeated when you're sleeping. It's it's replayed and it's... um, one-to-one replay in a way so it's the exact activation happening again so your brain remembers again and um, your brain does that to strengthen the memory to make it stronger so you don't forget it however if you obviously don't sleep as long and not enough it means that your um, brain does not have enough time or that much time to remember everything again and to um, strengthen your um, newly made memories so you're more likely to forget what you've learned or what you've been up to and we don't want that to happen we don't want to forget that that cute face of, of that guy or um, we don't want to forget when mom made a very weird joke again and um, yeah so we want to keep those memories. So make sure you're you're sleeping um, enough and well. Um, besides memory and learning, your emotions and mood are actually affected by sleep as well. Um, in the sense that when you're sleep deprived, you're more moody and more unstable, um, even um, tending towards more inappropriate behaviors and more impulsive behaviors. Now, you might have 
had the experience that you were sleep deprived or haven't had a good night's sleep and the day after you didn't feel that great. You were more moody. However, at that point, you might have not made the connection um, with your sleep or, or realized that your sleep contributes so much to your mood and your emotions. Um, it does, however, and it does it in the way that when you are sleep deprived, you have less serotonin in your body. Now, serotonin is essentially a neurotransmitter, so a chemical in your brain that's responsible for you to feel happy. It's your happy neurotransmitter. And if you don't have enough serotonin as you usually have, a con a the logic consequence is that you are not as happy. So you're more sad, um, more upset, more angry, more whatever negative emotion you go through. Um, yeah, and also, in addition to that, um, when you're sleep deprived, what happens is that your emotional centers in a way take over in your brain because our rational centers cannot control them um, as well any longer. Um, maybe the, what you should understand there or what's good to know there is that when um, you're a functioning healthy individual, what happens is that your prefrontal cortex, your rational center in a way, um, is able to control your emotional responses. It's able to control your emotions and to... Um, regulate them down so they don't take over and you're not um, engaging in very impulsive behavior all the time because that's deemed inappropriate. So your rational centers of the brain have an ability to control your emotional centers and your emotions. However, if you're sleep deprived, this inhibition of emotions, um, especially of negative emotions, is... Um, kind of disrupted. So your cognitive and rational centers don't have the same ability to regulate your emotions, especially these negative emotions which cause inappropriate and impulsive behavior. They don't have this ability anymore. So that means your emotions are in a way really taking over the control in your brain. Um, and if negative emotions take over the control that usually does not end well, it ends in a fight or in someone crying um, or in someone getting very embarrassed, um, yeah, so nothing very convenient and nice. So you don't want that to happen. So make sure you're actually staying control over your emotions. You're staying happy and you do that by giving yourself enough sleep. Right. Apart from that, um, you also have an effect on um, your body when you're sleep deprived in terms of your health. So you're not doing yourself something good if you're depriving yourself of sleep, um, especially if you want to actually lose weight. So if you have this new diet that you just want to do and you want to get into the body um, for the summer or for the winter because one should have a great body all times of the year, in my opinion. So um, yeah, if you actually want to lose some weight, um, it's good for you to get enough sleep and ensure you're sleeping enough because when you're sleep deprived, on the other hand, your um, leptin and insulin levels are changed. 
Now, leptin and insulin are two hormones that are essential for controlling your hunger and your feeling of satiety. So they essentially um, make you either feel hungry or not hungry. And this essentially determines if you're eating or not, right? So these two hormones are the vital hormones for your weight regulation. However, when you're not sleeping enough, what happens is that these hormone levels are disrupted as well and altered, um, leading to decreased levels of leptin. And leptin is the one hormone that actually inhibits your hunger and makes you eat less. And if this hormone is decreased, it means in turn that you're actually um, have a tendency to eat more, which causes you to gain weight. Wow, so that was a long kind of chain reaction happening there. Um, essentially, when you're not sleeping enough, you're more likely to eat more, and that means you're gaining weight. So um, if you want to yeah, make sure you have um, your... Um, losing weight or you're you're actually um have like a balanced or um a normal weight and you don't gain you don't want to gain weight make sure you're sleeping enough also it's not just your weight um that's affected um by sleep deprivation it's your physical health in general in the sense of your immune system so your immune system has killer cells which are responsible for fighting viruses and bacteria so you stay healthy and don't fall sick. However, the number of these killer cells is reduced when you don't get enough sleep. So sleep deprivation causes this number of killer cells to go down, meaning that you have um, a reduced ability to fight incoming viruses and bacteria, so it's more likely for you to fall sick. I mean... To fall sick once or twice is not an issue there, right? Um, it's okay. We can all kind of overcome a little flu or a little cold. That's all right. The big effect comes in or the very dangerous um, effect of sleep deprivation hits when we're talking about a more serious diseases, more serious um, sickness, for example, heart problems, cardiovascular problems, um, or problems with your bones, so anything that's more chronic, really, um, that's more dangerous. And sleep deprivation, especially prolonged sleep deprivation, can lead to an increased risk of these chronic, um, more serious diseases, like, for example, heart problems. So you don't want that to happen. So in order to kind of protect yourself a little bit more against these kind of serious um, physical health conditions, make sure you're getting enough sleep. Um, yeah, so overall, it really hopefully shows you that sleep is so essential. And if you allow yourself to get enough sleep, if you give yourself, your body enough sleep, you establish um, a healthy sleep routine that helps you to um, get a good night's sleep, um, high quality sleep, then you can already do so much for your body on a lot of different levels. You can ensure that your memory is working well, that you're happy and emotionally stable, you can ensure your physical health, um, and you can even boost your creativity. 
because who would have thought that um, if you didn't get enough sleep, your creativity is also reduced. Um, that's because creativity, broken down to the core, is nothing else than um, actually a function of your memory. And we've already learned that memory is affected by sleep deprivation. Because creativity means nothing else than to form new connections between the knowledge you already have, between the memories you have already made. Um, and creativity is just to put those building blocks of knowledge of your memory together in a new, very um, kind of innovative form. And that's all what creativity is about, essentially. So it's also a cognitive function. And yes, yeah, we established sleep is very essential for your cognitive functioning, for your mood, and also for your health. So, I hope you will um, be very um, caring about your sleep routine now, and you you will look um, a bit closer at the clock now and go to bed when it's actually your bedtime. Um, and think about how much time uh, in the night you should give yourself. It's it's recommended to get about eight hours on average per night. This varies from individual to individual, but it's quite a good guideline for you to keep in mind. Um, so yeah, keep in mind that if you want yourself to function optimally every day, if you want to perform well, give yourself enough sleep. Give yourself your body, the rest it needs, your brain, the rest it needs to recover and to prepare yourself for the next day. If you have any questions regarding specific um, areas or the specific um, subtopics we kind of talked about that are affected by sleep, let me know. Also, I'm pretty sure I will do another episode very soon on sleep because sleep is such a big topic and there's so much to know about it and it's so neglected um, and so um, quickly kind of moved into the background. So yeah, um, think about your sleep, enjoy your sleep, um, make sure you're getting all those hours in and on that note, I will see you next time.